Hello, listeners. It's Crystal Clear. Yes, the host of More Morgulons, your survival guide to life when you're basically a walking, talking episode of Unsolved Mysteries. You ever hear people say, uh, it's all in your head? Yeah? Well, try telling that to the fibers coming out of my skin. I'm like a human chia pet. Just add water and boom, sprouting rainbow threads like a psychedelic garden. Trust me, if this were a conspiracy theory, it'd be called the polyester files. Doctors, don't even get me started. You walk in and they look at you like you're pitching a screenplay about Spider-Man fighting dandruff. So you say that you've got fibers growing out of your skin. Have you considered a hobby? But let's get straight to the point on today's episode, Mythbusters, More Morgulons Edition. Some of you, many of you may have read online that Morgulons is some kind of like exclusive club for white folks. Uh Uh-uh. That's like saying only white people get athlete's foot or jazz hands. It's ludicrous. No, the truth is Morgulons does not discriminate. It's like the Oprah of mystery illnesses. You get fibers and you get fibers. Everybody gets fibers! It's not checking your ID at the door, people. And you might be thinking, oh, but Crystal, all the documentaries and articles show only white folks. Yeah, and Bigfoot is always in North America. Ever think he might want a vacation in Bali? Diversity, people. Let me tell you, when you've got multicolored threads popping out of your skin, the last thing you're thinking is, hmm, does this make me look Caucasian? No. You're thinking, do these fibers clash with my outfit? Because priorities. I've met all sorts of folks who've joined the Morgulons party. It's a regular United Nations of itchiness and lesions. And trust me, no one's sitting around arguing about melanin levels when you're busy trading tips on how to deal with your hair turning into a moving fiber optics display. So let's shatter the myth, okay? Morgulons is an equal opportunity annoyer. It's like that cousin who shows up at every family event regardless of who's hosting. You can't escape it no matter who you are or where you're from. In conclusion, the Morgulons Club is open to all. No exclusive membership required. So let's stop making it about race and start making it about... I don't know, filing a class action lawsuit? I don't know, coming up with a freaking cure? And that's the itchy, colorful, all-inclusive truth, my friends. Thanks for coming to my TED... Scratch that. Thanks for coming to more Morgulons. Thanks for listening and stay tuned. Morgulon's myth number one. 14,000 people around the world have Morgulon's disease. You guys, how many people have Morgulon's disease? I don't know what the truth is. So uh, I'm going to tread lightly here. Hang on. I'm going to share with you guys, if you haven't been to my channel on YouTube, Crystal Clear and more Morgulon's, um, If you haven't been, 173 of you have, and you're following me. Thank you! Got some good morgy pics on there. Don't worry. They're not like seven-minute-long videos um, with, like, no talking and just shaky, weird camera on a string. Um, You guys, that's not compelling, convincing, or perhaps the best use of your time. But I also get it, and no judgment. Um, Check out the, like, 190 videos I have about Morgulons. Yeah, I'm not judging anyone. But I do have this cool video that I don't know why I'm just kind of, like, lazy and stuff today. It's a Sunday. I have a job interview tomorrow, even though I just got a new job. I don't know. It's a long story. I can't leave money on the table, especially with this level of inflation. Mm, mm, mm. You guys, I need to buy a plot of land, and then I'm going to build my dream home. Actually, homes. One of them is going to be a pyramid. One of them is going to be a dome. And one of them is going to be a little cute cottage log cabin box. And they're going to be arranged like uh, spikes from a wheel, like a COVID ball illustration.
be spiking out from the center piece, which will be a like garden patio. I just, you guys, we need to have an annual conference. By the way, happy anniversary, more Morgulons, three years, August 23rd, 2020 to today. Three years and four days. So pat yourself on the back. You made this happen along with me. So we did it and we're still doing it. Awesome. Okay, where the fuck is this video? Um, there's so many good ones, you guys. You really should check out the YouTube channel. I'm telling you, I haven't posted anything on there in forever, but it's a good channel. It's just more hilarious, crystal clear stuff, music by the worms, um, just really good shit, you guys. Here we go. How many people have Morgulon's disease? How many people have Morgulon's disease? Can I tell you how sick I am of seeing this number? From, from 2010, yeah, 13 years ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sick of it. Can you guess what long COVID, lupus, Lyme, and MS have to do with Morgulons? Those were all different pages of a website called Stuff That Works. It's a private company started by some Israelis to data mine, aka crowdsource for treatment optimization. So basically people that have a disease join a community and give data about what worked best for them. So let's compare Morgulons to a few other conditions. All right, so lupus affects 1.5 million Americans. On Stuff That Works, there are about 9,500 contributors. That's 0.63% of people with lupus. If 7 million people have long COVID and there's 11,000 contributors, then the representative sample here would be 0.2%. All right, math, math, math. I'm getting an estimate of the representative sample on Stuff That Works based upon the total number of known cases. Did you get that? I said on the lower end, based upon this baseline percentage for the other diseases, lupus, MS, long COVID, Lyme disease, that based upon the number of people on the Morgulons page as a representative sample of the total number of people with Morgulons, at least mostly in America, would be around on the low end 200,000 cases and on the upper end about 700,000 cases. According to Wikipedia and whoever besides the Saudis has hacked them this week, the frequency in the general population of delusional disorders is 0.3%, which would be about a million people. And if you're saying to yourself, well, this is different because it's a mental illness, well, no, the range remains 0.2% representation for depression. And again, we see this trend hold steady with schizophrenia. 1.5 million people are thought to suffer in the United States. About 1,400 contributors on this crowdsourcing website for research. So that's 0.09% representative. So we've got 0.09 to 1.3% again. So these numbers are squishy, but it's relatively rational, reasonable, and logical to believe that the true number of Morgulon's patients in America is somewhere between far, far, far too many and a fuck ton too many. And to all the haters, though, truly, who could hate me? I just saved you 7,000 
dollars because it's the exact same thing that this AI market research shit is charging. I'm sorry, it just makes me mad that there's market research before real clinical research on Morgan's disease, especially when I know it's affecting at least a quarter million people, but probably closer to a million, and that's just in this country. All right. That was really hard to follow without the visuals. This might not be a great episode. Fuck. Let's hear from a listener. Hi, Crystal. My name is Jennifer. I'm in northern Nevada. Um, I'm living in hell here. I mean, it's beyond weird. And I'm on 240 acres by myself. And um, something above. I've been followed by drones for about two years now. Um, put some. There was some white gel that was on my arm and went to the emergency room they did a legal 2000 hold on me for three days thanks to the sheriff's department my dogs have it my horses have it um and i see a lot of people have it um i have been watching the patterns on the skin and i have a very interesting take that i think that needs to be um, reviewed as well um everything that i've heard on your show is much of what i've been experiencing I have a foreboding of an America in my children's or grandchildren's time when the United States is a service and information economy when nearly all the key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries when awesome technological powers are in the hands of a very few and no one representing the public interest can even grasp the issues. When the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledgeably question those in authority, when clutching our crystals and nervously consulting our horoscopes, our critical faculties in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true, we slide almost without noticing back into superstition and darkness. The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media. The 30 second sound bites, now down to 10 seconds or less, lowest common denominator programming, credulous presentations on pseudoscience and superstition, but especially a kind of celebration of ignorance. That's what Carl Sagan wrote in 1995. Carl Sagan, for those of you who do not know, was an astronomer. He made a movie called Cosmos, wrote a bunch of books. He's famous if you're old. He was like the white Neil Tyson Grousey or whatever that clown's name is. Yeah, well, we're living in that world, Carl. How's it, how is it down there in the grave rolling around? Yeah, pretty good, eating worms. Are there worms are eating you? Okay. Um, me too. Crazy. And I think this is an appropriate news article to share on the 
third year anniversary of More Morgulons, August 23rd, 2023, news.virginia.edu. Eric Williamson. Ever wonder why the most advanced robots always seem to have hard bodies? Why not have more pliable ones like humans? Researchers working on so-called, quote, soft robotics attempt to incorporate the feel of living organisms into their creations. But the field hasn't taken off because the softer components haven't been easy enough to mass produce and incorporate into the designs until now. University of Virginia researchers have invented a manufacturing process for weaving soft materials such as fabrics, rubbers, and gels so that they can be compatible with gadgets, which may lead to a soft robotics revolution. The process may also improve or expand wearable electronics, biomedical devices, the researchers detailed their patent-pending design in an article that appeared Wednesday in Science Advances. Our work offers for the first time a state-of-art concept and route for weaving soft materials into 3D spatial structures. Y'all knew it was a Chinese, didn't you? Bao Jingzhu, an associate professor of mechanical and aerospace engineering, said. Zhu collaborated with then-UVA doctoral students Yu Zhang and Meng Tian Yin on the project, funded by, who else? The National Science Foundation, American Taxpayers. NIH, EcoHealth Alliance, starting to see a pattern here. There are similar manufacturing approaches in industry, but all are designed for either rigid materials or nanoparticles, not for soft materials with continuous structures in forms such as film ribbon, and wire. Oh, you kind of mean like everything that's embedded in my skin? The new approach relies on a liquid-based rolling transfer system that can make very small and precise adjustments during weaving, resulting in fast and damage-free manufacturing, he said. University News. Ugh. I'm being woven into a cyborg, but it's all right. I'm still mostly human in my soul. My spirit will never, ever change. For change is not the only constant. At least that's what the artist formerly known as God told me. Sorry about that. Um, aren't you glad that that wasn't the intro I went with, um, but rather the outro? And in closing, I would like to say, Jennifer, I am long overdue in getting back in touch with you. We tried to connect. We connected. Then we got disconnected. We will connect again. And that goes to all of you, all of you out there who have contacted the show to share your stories, your wisdom, your information your pain, your pride, and to all of those who have yet to, but may, soon. I hope you do. 
click the link in the show description to leave me a voicemail or write an email to moremorgulons at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening, especially to those of you who have been with me for all 1,099 days. We're getting to know one another. Stay tuned.